As the lead instructor for adult or master's programs, Heidi McCoots gives some pointers on how to get on the ski trails and continue to develop skills and fitness regardless of experience. My name is Heidi McCoots and I grew up in Western New York near Rochester. And I grew up uh, playing in the fields on my fish skill skis. I actually think my first pair of skis were tied to my moon boots uh, with twine, with bailing twine. Uh, my family was just, you know, pretty outdoorsy, but but not really refined as far as the Nordic ski world is concerned. So my parents still skied on pine tar, um, three, three pin. And as I grew up through grade school and high school, I met some people uh, in my high school that were doing kind of this new skiing. Um, I got into downhill skiing in between because I was searching for more of a thrill <laughs> and then um, met people when I was um, a sophomore in high school that were skate skiing. And that was a very new thing uh, then and also just to me. So I got super into that. We started a Nordic ski team with that small crew of six people uh, and we competed in the Rochester league and in New York state, we had a, an actual school league that was school sports. Um, and that was kind of a progression out of kind of the old fashioned country esque style of Nordic into a more race awareness. And then I was completely taken with it and loved every second I was on skis and searching for snow and just all of the culture that goes with that. Um, we, I remember one Saturday we drove four hours to eventually just ski on a football field in a town, you know, really far away. So it was just, uh, part of the adventure of that. So I quit basketball, got into that. Uh, and then I was so into it that I wanted to race in, in college. And so I did ski for St. Lawrence university and from there, um, got into coaching for running. Um, and, and I wasn't coaching skiing until I moved to Bozeman in 2008, uh, and started working for the Bridger Ski Foundation and coaching young kids. So under 10 year olds, and then did that for seven years and then, uh, took over the adult programs from there. So I find that coaching any age is very similar. Uh, I love teaching people that are in the beginner to intermediate, but especially just the amount of growth that can happen with the right skills uh, and the right neuromuscular reinforcing those pathways. So I love working with beginners and intermediates. I, I enjoy uh, training plans for myself and can, can do those for others, but it's super fun for me to do, uh, courses and progressions, uh, for people on Nordic skis, both classic and skate. So this is my 13th year with the Bridger Ski Foundation. And I took the, the coordinator and head coach position for adults. So we've been spending that time since then the last six years, really building up more of a ski education, uh, and coursework kind of more to get more adults on skis and feeling good on skis. So BSF has a, uh, introductory or intro program, uh, for kids that is, uh, ages six and up 
just getting them playing on skis. They are all classic to start out. They can build into the Devo program, which is eight, nine, when they start the season out, they have a array of choices as far as how many days a week you want to commit to. Um, but at that point, we're really trying to get kids on both classic and scape. Uh, and then uh, from there, the Devo program spreads out into how many times a week you want to be on skis with your coach. It's like a continuous pipeline to the comp team, and that's 14 and up. So there's Devo, Devo, comp, comp, and it just keeps progressing as far as the amount of hours that you are coached. Not everybody grows up in Bozeman from zero. There's so many kids and families out on skis that there's a lot of options. We also have biathlon going on. We have different programs available. So um, they're outside of BSF. I tell kids that are 16, they're like, oh, I'm just so old. And my kids, same thing with biking, you know? Oh, well, so-and-so started when they were five. They, They were born on a bike, but that doesn't mean that you can't love the sport and grow to love the sport and still get to the top of your potential. I love teaching the adults and a lot of them don't start really honing in on their skiing until they're in their thirties or forties. In the world of Nordic skiing, master's level is considered 30 plus. So anybody over 30 uh, is a master's level skier. I kind of move away from calling us masters because people think that means you're like some expert. We have learned to skate courses. We have classic courses that are once a week for four weeks or once a week for six weeks for an intermediate skate. Um, So we have courses that help build you up to a, a state of of better efficiency so that you can just be out there and enjoying our town trails. Once you get to a level of proficiency where you feel like, okay, now I want to use this as a way to increase my strength and um, endurance and actually train. What I saw when I, when I took over the position was that if we want to get happier skiers on the trail and less frustrated skiers on the trail, it felt like our town needed to offer something for people to just get the basics and uh, not not have to struggle more than necessary. We want to offer some things that are free for sure, especially in the early season, just to get people on the snow, groups of 10 to 12. So making sure that we keep that small, but getting people introduced to what we now offer. So bridgerskifoundation.org, and then under the tabs across the top, you go to Nordic, and then you scroll down for adult. Um, but there's, if you want an adult program, but there are there are all the, all the different age levels are there under the Nordic tab. Um, and then you, from there would click a register button and it'll take you to the, to the registration, um, website. BSF grooms, I think it's 80 kilometers of trail. You'll have to double check me on that, but we groom around town so many kilometers of trail and we don't require a trails pass. It's voluntary trail pass purchase. You do purchase a membership and then then you can sign up for programs. So there's a membership fee, optional but encouraged trails fee. Then you access all the trails uh, in the different locations around town. I have just loved watching it grow. I think the growth over the time that I have been here has been super inspiring to me. But I also think there is this foundation that is amazing. So people who've been here way longer than I have, Cliff Montaigne comes to mind. Um, But this love of the sport that it's a lifetime sport and they really live that and show that. Our Nordic community really demonstrates and shows the lifetime sport of that and the lifetime love of being outside, no matter the weather in the winter, uh, making the, making the snow and gliding on snow so much fun. Um, so I just love that 
diversity of age that we get out there. And on any given training day in town, we could have a 75 year old skiing and uh, next to a five year old. I just think that's really special. BSF is doing more to have intergenerational ski experiences, pro athletes helping our adults get stronger and, and more efficient. So I think it's just this large effort to have more people enjoying our recreational opportunities together and just so many happy faces. I mountain bike and trail run. I prefer those activities in the non-snow months. A lot of pro athletes and elite level athletes for Nordic will do roller skiing in the off season. I think roller skiing is an, an excellent activity to increase uh, agility and balance and coordination and to keep you in uh, the neuromuscular training of your technique for Nordic skiing. Roller skiing is enjoyable for me when I'm teaching other people how to do that. And I love teaching agility on roller skis and seeing adults light up when they get something mountain biking and getting out on the trails, um, either on foot by running or, um, or by biking. There's just so many trails around Bozeman for mountain biking and um, doing that with friends. And so I spend a lot of time in those off-season programs, the summer program, and in the fall right now, uh, doing agility and strength, building um, them up so that they're more able to enjoy their, their winter time on skis. In the general format, over the course of a month, we'll increase volume um, for a week, we'll increase intensity for a week, and then we'll back off and consolidate that to make sure that they're finishing speed or, you know, they've sh done sharpening intervals to make sure that they're ready to rock and roll on race day and feeling the most confident. Um, I think that even those that are not interested in racing benefit from that periodization so that your body benefits from the hard work you put in instead of getting overtired. There's such a spectrum of equipment as with many things like biking, similarly. You can get by when you're learning um, on a lot of great used equipment. And depending on where you are finding your used equipment, I mean, we have Olympians in this town that are getting rid of things. You can find really amazing gear. At some point in your trajectory, you usually have to make that transition out of just making do. But I think just talking to people and researching what you're looking for in a ski and the temperatures that you generally are skiing on makes a difference. But if you're going to invest uh, money in skis, then you want to invest in taking good care of them so that they don't get super dried out or that they don't get damaged by a hot iron. Um, and there's so many increases or you know benefits to the way that the technology with, with the waxing keeps getting better. Um, there's a lot of different wax ways, ways to do waxing without necessarily getting a whole wax set up um, and investing in a wax bench and all of those pieces. But it's also kind of a fun additional part of, of the ski culture. There's always something better coming down the line and um, you just wanna make sure that you feel confident and comfortable on the skis that you're choosing. If that's what gets you out there, awesome. I think I'm most excited about the number of people this is gonna this is gonna push outside. I think that we are gonna need recovery from our COVID fatigue, and we live in an amazing community uh, that that is so recreation grounded. And I think for people to stay grounded and and keep at it, we're gonna be outside. So I look forward to seeing a lot more people on the trails, uh, being 
courteous and cautious and kind, uh, but also just seeing what people, what kind of progress people can make. It is going to save, I think, a lot of our uh, of our sanity. <laughs> so I, I'm excited about that as being an outlet and being a person that can really help people get out and enjoy the offerings that we have. We just live in an amazing place. You can make your own trail and just getting outside to breathe the fresh air and, and get on snow. We have so many offerings and we don't need to feel pooped up. So skiing's a great way to embrace winter even in our unusual time. Visit BridgerSkiFoundation.org to learn more about BSF programs and come back to thelastbestski.com for more interviews and the scoop on skiing in Southwest Montana. Until next time, Happy trails.